Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Vince Taglavia. I'm your host, Vince Taglavia, live with you every every weekday, 8.30 a.m. Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, to discuss the news and events of the Z world. Welcome. Welcome all. Beautiful Monday morning this morning. Hope you're all doing well, and I hope you all have your coffee. I've got my coffee here. So let's just enjoy that, enjoy the news, and we'll get into the rest of our day. September 25th, Monday, September 25th, 2023. That's today. Rolling right into the last week of the month, and then into the deep red October, we go. (laughs) So good to see you all. Thank you for tuning in. Loop de loop. Good to see you. Thank you so much. New, 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 New name there. Uh, thank you for uh, tuning in over there on the foxhole. You got your coffee ready. Good. Hey, Left Maryland, thank you so much for joining us this morning. And good morning to you, Jenica. Good to see you. Uh, D Live updated. Okay. Wow. Well, it seems so far so good. Everything's good on the technical front. We're going to get right into the news, everybody. And then on with our week. Make sure you tune in tonight uh, for the Daily Dose at 5 30 p.m. Pacific time, hosted by Josh Reed. It'll be a fantastic show. We're going to get into it again this week uh, with the Daily Dose and the coffee, and then right into the weekend, uh, right into the weekend, indeed, with Fringe on Friday, and I can't wait. So it'll be quite the week, and we'll let you know what's going on as the week progresses, all right? All right. Well, let's get into it. Good morning, Left MD. Good morning, RMU. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much. All right. We had a fantastic weekend, by the way. We had uh, we got together and hung out, watched some movies uh, last night, which was fantastic. Holy smokes! Uh, a little bit far out there with some of the things we watch. Sometimes we watched Perfume. What a movie! Holy smokes! And I forget what other movie, what other movie did we watch? I forget. But yeah, anyway, it's a good time. That's uh, We do different things on socialredpill.com, our private social network. If you want to head over there, check it out. You're, everybody's welcome. You can create a free account or you can support us monthly at socialredpill.com. So please join us. Join us over there. Please, please. Love to see you there. Do all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> Share all kinds of good things. <laughs> Nate said that movie was effed up. Yeah, it was. I'm sorry. I didn't realize how much nudity there was and uh how actually disturbing it was. But I didn't have nightmares, so that's good. We'll have to get back with Broxy, see how she's doing today. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it, guys. We got a lot of news going on. I don't know. We're not going to have enough time to cover it all, but we'll cover as much as we can. And we always have the rest of the shows all week to discuss it. And, you know, Coffee Monday through Friday and The Daily Dose Monday through Thursday, that's nine shows all about the news, the unfolding global conspiracy, communism in America, et cetera, et cetera. So we, we try to we do a good job of covering a good uh, dose of what the heck's going on in this world. So tune in morning, night. And uh, hopefully we get what we need. And you could share with us anything you find that uh, you think we should know about on Twitter and on social red pill, etc. You could talk to Josh directly and myself directly there. It's probably the best place to do so. Anyway, let's jump into it. 
the economy is doing terrible. Everybody knows this, uh, but the powers that be, if you want to call them that, and I really don't, but whatever, the people who think they're in control, lie their asses off. Uh, we have this short clip from Yellen this weekend posted by Citizen Free Press. She is just, I don't think, uh, she's not stupid. Well, maybe she is, because I think you have to be a certain amount of stupid in order to be so seemingly corrupt and think you're going to get away with it. Um, but I think she knows what's going on. But here's a little clip. Let's see what she says. Well, um, it is cooling, but it's the cooling does not involve significant layoffs. Partly it's people joining the labor market. So the supply of labor is increased as people who've come back, labor force participation has moved up. Also, um, the strength of demand has cooled. You see that in a decline in the number of openings. The number of openings relative to the number of people looking for work is still quite high. That's a very um, healthy labor market, but not quite as hot as it was. And um, the fraction of workers who quit their jobs, that's sometimes a metric that gives some insight into the um, just how hot the labor market is. That was exceptionally high, and it's also moved down, but moved down to the kinds of levels we saw pre-pandemic. So we have a good, healthy labor market, but not quite as hot as it was. And that's important because um, obviously our objective is to bring inflation back down to 2%. And you've really, you've, you have been a big believer in the soft landing story. We've, we've seen it play out so far, but aren't we just starting to see the impact of the lagged effects of Fed tightening, 525 basis points. How well, do you think about the timeline there? Well, there are lags in the impact of monetary policy on the economy, and we would expect to see some impacts. I think we've certainly seen it in the housing market. But look, we still have a good, healthy labor market. Consumer spending remains quite robust. We've seen strong industrial production. Um, I don't see any signs that uh, the economy is um, at risk of a downturn. And this is the best of all worlds to see continued strength in the economy, a good, strong labor market, and inflation moving down. And that is what we're seeing. Do you have a, a time frame in mind of when we might see that peak lag and how severe it would be? Well, I don't think anybody knows for sure. But credit continues to be available, although the rates are clearly higher. Uh, that does make a difference, and it, it, has, it has made a difference in some sectors. But, um, you know, we're seeing some cooling in the economy, some slowdown of growth off record high levels, which is appropriate when the economy is um, operating at its potential. So um, I'm pleased by what I see in the economy. I, I think we're achieving lower inflation, which is, of course, very important to households and a tremendously important objective, but still a good, strong labor market. Oh, great. Yeah, a good, strong labor market and a lot of other BS there. She says, I don't see any sign that the economy is in risk of a down, uh, at risk of a downturn. Yeah, yeah, of course. Crazy. Good God. You.
full of uh, misleading information and, well, look at these charts. Everything's fine, everybody. Never mind your savings accounts dwindling and your credit cards being maxed out. That's just conspiracy theory information. Anyway, the corruption with our financial system is quite alarming, but, uh, you know, it's just the world we live in. Um, Peter Stange put out a great video this weekend talking about how only 10% of the $7.5 trillion spent during COVID went to health. 10% of $7.5 trillion actually went to health. What happened to the rest of that money? Where did the rest go? To handouts and crony payments that funded the institutional left currently trying to enslave us, Peter Stange writes. So your local rioters, hand gluers, and that army of fact-checking censors are now fully funded, courtesy of your tax dollars. Tax dollars. The COVID crisis has been so spectacularly successful for the institutional left, it's only a matter of time till they do it again. And an interesting perspective there from Peter Stange, PhD, a great person to follow on Twitter at Prof Stange, P-R-O-F-S-T-O-N-G-E. If you aren't already, he does great videos out there. He seems to be pretty level-headed and have a good understanding of what's going on there. Uh, Instead of just listening to people like me um, who really don't know finance like uh, the professionals, this is a good person to follow. 10% 10% of 7.5 trillion actually went to health and that that went to health was probably uh not actually used for things that make this healthy gosh you know health is probably one of the most important things out there on top of all this other stuff man so i think uh yikes we need to focus on this stuff anyway onward Oh, we've got corruption 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 this is involving ukraine and our tax dollars us taxpayers will pay the salaries of thousands of Ukrainians, even as the country faces a government shutdown at the end of September, Newsweek reports. Their headline says the U.S. will pay salaries for thousands of Ukrainians during government shutdown. Despite our country being shut down, we are not going to stop sending those tax dollars over to Ukraine because Ukraine is more important than the U.S. We saw the story break last week. Unbelievable. How is this even the case? It's like Ukraine is now the new U.S., United States of Ukraine, because they're not being supported by Ukraine. They're being supported by the U.S. tax tax dollars. You know, it's like uh, they take precedence over our the United States of America even. So uh, here we are. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, the corruption. Um. All right, let's see. Uh, 60 Minutes discovered the U.S. is financing more than weapons in Ukraine. The government is buying seeds, fertilizer for farmers, seeds and fertilizer for farmers, paying the salaries of 57,000 first responders and subsidizing small businesses. If you have a small business, F you, Ukraine's more important. Plus, let's face it, we don't want these government handouts and government. We don't want to rely on government, right? We want to be independent and sufficient and self-sufficient and successful. We don't want this commie America they're pushing for. But Ukraine is deeply entrenched in it. 60 minutes. The unexpected way American tax dollars are being used in Ukraine. Let's watch this quick video. 
American taxpayers are financing more than just weapons. We discovered the US government's buying seeds and fertilizer for Ukrainian farmers and covering the salaries of Ukraine's first responders, all 57,000 of them. That includes the team that trains this rescue dog named Joy to comb through the wreckage of Russian strikes looking for survivors. And the US also funds the divers, who we saw clearing unexploded ammunition from the country's rivers to make them safe again for swimming and fishing. Russia's invasion shrank Ukraine's economy by about a third. We were surprised to find that to keep it afloat, the US government is subsidizing small businesses. American tax... Well, and, you know, they're putting it out there like, they're so virtuous. Oh, such a virtue. Oh, my gosh. Helping this war effort in Ukraine. Blah, blah, blah. No. Carrie Lake responded to that video saying, not one more penny to Ukraine. Time to put America first. Seriously, we are deteriorating more and more daily. Tens of thousands of invaders from all countries around the world coming across the unsecured border and more. It's just outrageous. Our country is going down the toilet very fast. Hopefully we can recover and bring back, you know, make America great again, if you will. Oh, on the financial front, we had more than 60,000 realtors exiting the sector over the last six months per Reventure Consulting. Unusual Wales reported this, unusualwales.com. The number of realtors reached an all-time high of 1.6 million in the U.S. in October, and it's been decreasing. Not good. Um, trouble ahead. <laughs> Container shipping rates sinking further into the red. Zero Hedge reported this. It's not looking good for container shipping lines. Peak season is running out of whatever limited steam it previously had. Spot rates are sliding into loss-making territory. Rates, quote, continue to lose ground, bending under the pressure of insufficient demand and growing overcapacity, said Alpha Liner this week. According to Liner Lytica, quote, container market sentiment continues to deteriorate with freight rates still slipping and little prospect for a rate inbound in October, despite carriers' efforts to contain capacity availability through blanketed canceled sailings. This is particularly bad news for ocean carrier Zim, which has unusually high spot exposure in the Trans-Pacific this year, 70% versus the typical 50%. Sinking rates to both U.S. and Europe. This isn't just a U.S. problem, folks. And they go on. More info about that on ZeroHedge.com. Holy smokes. Biggest shorting since March 2020. Short, short, short. What does it mean to short? It means it. people think the market's going to go down. Goldman's top weekly trader report finds the market sentiment has turned dire. People are shorting the market more than ever. That means they're anticipating making profits on the downturn of the markets. Okay. Okie dokie. Hey, Willow. Good to see you. Welcome. Welcome. 
Quiet Toad, Trick Pony, please make it stop, Lord. Amen. Amen. Trick Pony, thank you for the prayer. Good word there. All right. Oh, let's stop talking about finance, y'all. We get it. We get it. We're in a really terrible situation, right? I mean, you can only beat this horse so much before it just gets old. So let's move on. Let's talk about something else. And uh, man, this stuff is quite taxing to read about all the time and to focus on. But this is the world we live in, folks. It's important to have awareness of these issues, which is why... I read so much of it and talk about it because that's how people around us wake up. We know we are educated. We know what's going on and we're confident in discussing these things amongst our neighbors, our friends, our family and each other to understand it even better. So that's why we talk about this stuff. I know it sucks and we have to find a balance. This is why I called today's show a balancing act. It's kind of a multifaceted title. Number one, we need to find a balance within our own lives between reality, the negative reality that we face. And it's just, it's true. It's a negative, negative reality, especially all these news stories. You're talking finance. There's nothing positive in finance. Of course, you can position yourself strategically to not be a victim of the financial financial uh, doomsday or the financial shit show that we face. There are a lot of things you could do. Um, diversify your portfolio, work your butt off, try to just get ahead in any way you can, right? I mean, don't be a victim. Do everything you can to get through this the best way you can. And um, so I guess there's a benefit to focusing on this stuff. But okay, we need to find a balance though, right? A balance to keep ourselves sane and healthy because we don't want to worry ourselves sick, which is a thing, the nocebo effect. We need to stay positive, but also we can't just put the blinders on and pretend like everything's okay, right? Which is why we have our Friday Fringe show, and we kind of start to unwind for the weekend, and we don't talk so much about politics. We like to actually enjoy life. And uh, when I'm not doing this, when I'm not reading news, and I'm not doing shows, and I'm not editing radio, uh, the Dark to Light show and uh, editing videos and stuff, I'm outside. I'm at the beach. I'm fishing. I'm um, talking to neighbors. I'm I'm helping people garden. I'm gardening myself. I'm building a, another house. Um, I just stay busy, stay active, go for walks, and try to enjoy life at the same time all this is going on, right? And focus on health and um, and my own well-being and the well-being of the people around me, right? We all help each other stay on a good level of uh, sanity. So there's a balance there. There's also the larger balance of this war that's being uh, perpetrated across the world between these corrupt political people and corrupt organizations and non-government organizations and corrupt billionaires involved in it there's a balancing act that they're doing as well and uh i think it's a little tougher for them and they have a lot more at stake well there's a lot at stake for everybody but i think the tides might be turning here and uh you know just keep up the balancing act and take care of yourselves and all that stuff i just you know that's why i called it balancing act everybody's trying to find a balance 
I hope you could find yours. Thank you, Dean the Bean, for the diamond donation. Good morning. Good morning to you, Dean the Bean. Thank you for joining me every morning for coffee. It's such a pleasure. I love seeing your face. And thank you for the continuous support. Uh, without supporters like Dean the Bean, this stuff would not be possible. You keep the lights on. You keep my studio slowly coming together. <laughs> you keep our equipment running. And uh, thank you so much. I couldn't express that any more than, than that. Uh, I really appreciate it. All right. Trick Pony says, if we had balance in our life, it would be much, it would be a much better life. Amen. Amen, Trick Pony. Thank you for those kind words. <laughs> Lion dog drinking the coffee. That's a great uh, meme there on, on Foxhole Pilled. Hey, RMU. Good morning. All right. Let's move on here. Talking about this uh, political corruption uh, in the world. We had a really wild thing happen here over the weekend nazi-linked veteran received ovation during Zelensky's canada visit this is unbelievable political wrote a pretty good article about it <sighs> house speaker apologizes for leading tribute in parliament this initiative was entirely my own ottawa ontario a ranking canadian parliamentarian a uh, parliamentarian is apologizing to jewish communities around the world for a blunder during Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky's visit that led lawmakers honoring a veteran accused of belonging to a Nazi division in World War II. It followed demands by Canadian Jewish organizations Sunday for an apology after it was revealed members of parliament across party lines awarded a 98-year-old veteran on Friday with a standing ovation shortly after Zelensky addressed Canada's House of Commons. Yaroslav Hunka stood and appeared to salute from the public gallery when he recognized when he was recognized <clears throat> by House Speaker Anthony Roda, who introduced Hunka as a Canadian-Ukrainian war hero for his political district. Quote, we have here in the chamber today a Ukrainian-Canadian veteran from the Second World War who fought for Ukrainian independence against the Russians and continues to support the troops today, even at his age of 98, Roda said Friday, following by a, followed by a lengthy round of applause and a wave by Zelensky. He's a Ukrainian hero, a Canadian hero, and we thank him for all his service. Thank you. Jewish advocacy groups, the Friends of Simon Weisenthal Center and B'nai B'rith Canada condemned his honoring as disturbing and beyond outrageous because he fought with the 1st Ukrainian Division, also known as the 14th Waffen Grenadier Division, which served under the command of the Nazis. Jewish news website The Forward reported that Hunka wrote blog posts describing his time in the unit on a Ukrainian language website run by an association of the unit's veterans called Combatant News. In a statement late Sunday afternoon, Rota said he recently became aware of more information which... <laughs> which causes me to regret my decision uh, to recognize Hunka. He said he takes full responsibility for the seismic gaffe. I wish to make clear that no one, including my fellow parliamentarians and the Ukrainian delegation, uh, was aware of my intention or of my remarks before I delivered them, he said. This initiative was entirely my own. The individual, the individual in question being from my uh, writing have been brought to my attention. Conservative opposition leader Pierre Poiliev, Poiliev, uh, I can't pronounce this word, uh, P, Poiliev, I can't say these French names. If anybody knows the pronunciation, I'd appreciate that. 
but anyway, Pierre called it an appalling error of judgment by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, since his office would have approved inviting and honoring Hunka and demanded Trudeau apologize and refrain from passing the blame to others as he always does. I can't believe it. I actually I can believe it. They're honoring Nazis openly. Is anybody surprised? Hello, Nazi Ukraine, Nazi, Nazi, Nazi. There's a lot of Nazis, and they accuse others of being Nazis, ironically. They're literally Nazis. Shoe colors were being exposed up in Canada, uh, Browntail says. Yeah, unbelievable. Thank you so much, Vader. Cookie, 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 cookie. So many cookies. Four cookies donated by Vader. Good to see you this morning, Vader. Hope you're doing well. Read between the lines and to succeed hmm. thank you so much thank you so much vader and interesting thank you trick pony for the comment um oh my gosh yeah i can't believe this on friday i think we have a video here of this situation that happened honoring a freaking nazi literally uh dr simon Goddick posted about it uh and posted this short clip here's uh what happened i mean Zelensky's speech received at least a dozen standing ovations. There was also one for this man, a 98-year-old Ukrainian-Canadian who fought for Ukrainian independence against the Russians during the Second World War. Zelensky's speech received... Unbelievable. Um, what the... Anyway. Ah, they're cheering for genocide. It's disgusting. Yep. And we have this weird uh, group of people who are just, you know, we have all this money, all this tax money going to Ukraine. We have BlackRock. We're going to rebuild Ukraine. And guess who else we have? Uh, Spirit Cooking Marina Abramovic has joined the party. She says she was asked by Zelensky to rebuild schools, schools in Ukraine to help the children. Marina Abramovic wants to help the children, folks. Oh, what a kind gesture. It's so innocent and polite. Illuminati bot wrote on Twitter, on X, we now have verifiable proof that the Clinton Foundation and Hollywood's spirit-cooking witch have their claws in the war-torn country. What could possibly go wrong? Quote, I have been invited by Zelensky to be an ambassador of Ukraine. To help the children affected by rebuilding schools and such. I was the first artist to support the Ukraine war against Russia and to give my voice. It is definitely a reputation. I'm sorry. It is definitely a repetition of history. Ooh, a repetition of history. You mean like the Nazis in World War II are repeating like the Nazis in World War III? Yeah. Good God. And schools. Schools? They're not talking... Oh my gosh. Of course it's schools, right? These people are sick. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, all these globalists and freaks are... We're gonna go and fix Ukraine. They're gonna... Ukraine's their... Uh, <clears throat> one of their focuses to, for this new world they want to perpetrate on the world of slavery, the digital slave matrix, 15-minute cities, all this garbage, corruption, money laundering. Trick Pony says, nothing is normal. We have criminals running it. Yeah, true. 
All right. Um, U.S. House Speaker McCarthy says House will vote on appropriations bill on Tuesday. That's tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned. We've got Arizona Senate laid out RICO indictments against Katie Hobbs and others in violation of RICO Act 13-2301. They're including bribery, racketeering, money laundering, drug trafficking, human trafficking, aiding and abetting the Sinaloa cartel, and election fraud. Leading report reported on this. Wow. Oh, let's see. Let's pull this up. Let's see what people are saying about this situation. Oh, and of course, um, they must have deleted this uh, page. No longer exists. Oh well. well. We'll we'll get back to it another time as we learn more. Articles of impeachment have been filed against the Wisconsin election chief after many lawmakers say her policies and directives rigged the election in favor of Joe Biden in 2020. We have a lot of this battle going on with election stuff and a lot of good and bad. I mean, the war is happening on both sides, but the election's coming up and hopefully we see more wins because the election system's really corrupt. It's really bad. There's a lot of illegals getting IDs. They're going to try to vote. They're going to try to cheat. So we need all the edge we could get. And every single one of these things helps towards that means of us having a fair election, which is highly, highly unlikely. But, you know, we got to just hope and do our best. Black Jester, thank you for the lemon. I appreciate that. Good morning. I got sandbagged. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Quite the username there. Thank you for joining us. Oh, all right. Onward. Let's see. We still got a half hour. Uh, that's good. This is how we're going to catch the cheating in 2024. Let's check out this Twitter post here by Wendy P. Ten different ballot types were discovered in 2020. Now, if they started printing counterfeit ballots before the primary ended, some of the names on the down ballots probably aren't going to match. That's how we can detect counterfeit ballots. Match the counted ballots names who, uh, to who are supposed to be on the ballot. If they don't match, then it's counterfeit. Yeah. And this is in response to leading report reporting that 200,000 non-conforming ballots were found in Maricopa County, Arizona's 2020 election after discovering 10 additional ballot types being used when one, when only one official ballot type was approved. So they're getting ballots from who knows where China all over the place, other States being trucked across as we have evidence of. And uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Now we know and can prove that it was all cheating, but they, they, they just cover it up and they keep lying. I mean, we need to get ahead of this. We can't let it happen again and say, Oh, we have the evidence because guess what? They're going to just say, no, you don't. No, you don't. It's finalized. Oh, and the whole government's in on it. So F you, you're screwed. Hopefully not. Trick ponies is election is a joke in America land of the free, not yeah, unfortunately. Hopefully we could do a 360. Um, Texas GOP leadership just voted 58 to 2, calling for House Speaker Dade Felon to step down. The tides have completely turned against this backstabbing rhino after his failed attempt to remove Ken Paxton at Texas. Resolution asking Speaker Dade Felon to resign as Speaker or for the house to vacate the chair. So we'll see what happens here. We'll see what happens. We've got turmoil in, in the political world, don't we? Let's see some positive movements happening. 
happen. Um, Senator Robert Mendez, Democrat of New Jersey, has been charged in a federal corruption indictment. What's this about? Federal prosecutors charged U.S. Senator Robert Menendez on Friday with bribery and extortion, saying gold bars and hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash have been found at the high-ranking Democrats' home. Oh, my God. Oh, Nancy's like, I told him he needs to hide it like I do. In one of several allegations, the Justice Department, the Justice Department said Menendez, who chairs the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, had provided sensitive information to the Egyptian government in order to help an Egyptian-American businessman protect his monopoly. Just more corruption in our government being exposed. Yeah, he's like, well, come on, Joe Biden does the same thing. Why, why am I getting caught and prosecuted for this? You guys told me I'd be safe. Anyway symbolism will be their downfall people are waking up and i have more to to back this up um this is talking about bill gates and all these people with their creepy symbols and whatnot let's watch these climate change freaks hey bill oh look at that pin all these people have the pin what is up with that World order. Folks. We all need to support the global goals. We all need to support the global goals. No, we don't. No. I'm sorry. We have a global goal here, and it's called justice and freedom for humanity around the world. Not your creepy slave matrix plan to enslave the world. All right. Mm. People are reporting that Bill Gates made a sudden U-turn on the climate change doom narrative. I don't know. Why did Bill Gates make this move? Well, I think because their narrative is crumbling and failing. Zero Hedge published an article about this uh, a couple days ago. Microsoft co-founder, philanthropist. <laughs> philanthropist? <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck. Phony philanthropist. And climate alarmist Bill Gates has backtracked on climate doom prophecies. The writing is on the wall for the political and financial elites who have been long championed imminent climate doom, realizing that the public sees through the charades. Oh, yeah. Gosh, Bill Gates. What a disgrace. Anyway, they, they are probably just like, uh-oh, we need to start calling these things different things. Our brainwashing is starting to fail. The people are waking up. The Great Awakening is occurring. Oh no, we haven't fully implemented our creepy agenda. Good. This is why we have this conversation every day, multiple times a day. Um, anyway, um, ooh, there's this there's this new robot, an NYPD robot to patrol Times Square subway station. We're careening into the future. Devices like the K-5 have the possibility to serve as a deterrent to crime or at least learn best practices while using technology going forward. Wow. They want to implement this uh, K-5 device, the NYPD Police Department. They have this. It's got four cameras on it. It has rolls around on some cheap wheels and 
Oh, they want to keep the subway safe with our robots. No. Okay. No. I'm not I'm not down for this creepy stuff. That came out of nowhere. Next, they're gonna strap guns to it, right? You betcha. Powered by AI. Good God. And of course they're going to get vandalized and destroyed, and it's just your tax dollars getting wasted for a lost cause of not not getting to the root cause of all this crime. Dr. Jordan Peterson put it really great and put it into his perspective that makes this crime problem in our country seem fixable. And what he said, I don't know if this is true or not, but it probably is. I would imagine it seems like it very well could be. But Dr. Jordan Peterson said this, 1% of the criminals commit 65% of the crimes. 1% of the criminals commit 65% of the crimes. Okay. So think about that. Um, that means that we don't have to implement that much law and order in order to reduce crime by 65%. You only need to, to deal with 1% of the criminals. Okay. Imagine, I mean, that's that it makes it very much like, okay, this is, we could tackle this issue. We could really tackle this issue. Of course, every day that goes by, it gets harder and harder with all the potential criminals crossing that border in this invasion. However, you know what? If everybody gets on board with, with uh, this uh, cause to actually help humanity move in the right direction, we could reduce crime. We could rebuild our cities better than ever. Uh, we can make America great again, really. And this gives me hope. 1% of the criminals commit 65% of the crimes. Andy No says that the Las Vegas teens accused of murdering an elderly cyclist allegedly tried to kill another person, stole three vehicles, and committed burglary the same day. Sources tell local media these two kids put out a video on social media of them murdering a retired sheriff, I believe. And they're being tried as adults. I think they're 18 I apologize. I'm disconnected. Please give me a moment as I reconnect. Uh, disconnected here. Please bear with me. Test, 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 test these, test. Vince, look at the people pushing back against the deep state traffic cameras in London. Yeah, they are destroying those cameras in London that find people if they're not following the green agenda. They're just absolutely dismantling all of these cameras in London. Uh, it's it's uh, pretty astonishing. If you see a robot out running around, destroy them as soon as possible. Trick pony. I mean, we can't say that. Um, people are going to, though. And it's not going to be the people you think. It's going to be crazy homeless people. It's going to be crooks and criminals. Yeah, it's just not. And you know what? I don't think we have to. We don't have to do that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if we go down this crazy dystopian future of robots in most cities and they get taken over by AI and just go crazy. Yeah, I guess people will probably have to do something about that. But I don't think we're at that point. Um, and we can't really say to do that, right? I mean, we got to do it in other ways. We got to do it the right ways, the, the legal ways. And uh, that's the way we have to just do things. We got to lead by example and win through righteousness. 
I follow Jonathan Cho journalist and uh, he's at Cho Cho show C H O E S H O W on Twitter. And he's a journalist in Seattle and Washington state. And he does a really fantastic job doing real journalism as an independent journalist, um, a, a skill that's much lost today. Um, I appreciate what he does here in this commie uh, infested state. He uh, uh, is making a bold claim and he has evidence to back it up that Seattle is waking up. And this is what he's discovered. Jonathan Cho writes, Seattle is waking up on Saturday. The usual fringe group of far left activists, along with Antifa militants, marched to Seattle Police Officers Guild headquarters to air out their grievances against the agency. The building was empty, so they were basically they were basically yelling into the air and pounding sand. <laughs> along the way, something unusual happened. Neighbors, business owners, and motorists blasted the marchers for holding up traffic and twisting the truth about police. The reasonable people of Seattle know Seattle Police Department is not perfect and the bad apples need to be held accountable. Trust must also be rebuilt. But the community also knows the vast majority of officers do an incredible job each day, putting their lives on the line for others. And the reality is, being down more than 600 officers has contributed to the lawlessness in the city, in the city of Seattle. The activists also got called out for using Chinatown International District as a backdrop. If you recall, during the height of uh, Black Lives Matter protests in 2020, Antifa marched through the International District of Seattle and trashed Asian immigrant-owned businesses. Afterwards, excuse me, Councilmember Tammy Morales endorsed looting and destruction. That's why over the weekend, multiple community volunteers were on standby to defend the neighborhood and throw down. The protests, the protesters should be counting their blessings. Nothing happened to them. As usual, some of the green haired white kids started accosting me and tried to prevent me from reporting what was actually happening on the ground. But they were in my inter, uh, international district hood. The moment these nut jobs wearing ninja outfits chased me down the street, several guys in the community came out to defend me. Finally, the marchers also got called out for using the name of ja Janavi Kandula to further their failed to defund the police agenda. Kandula was the young student tragically killed by a police cruiser speeding to an emergency call earlier this year. Once again, the reasonable people of this city are patiently waiting for all investigations to play out. They also know the controversies related to the incident are not representative of every SPD officer. On a side note, none other than Seattle media outlets, I'm sorry, none of the other Seattle media outlets mentioned the far left insanity at this rally. And they certainly did not feature the voices of the reasonable people of Seattle who are now tired of this Marxist, so socialist, commie nonsense. All politicians should take note. Hitching your wagon to this lunacy is now a massive liability. Stop the virtue signaling. Just show up and serve your community. By the way, the SDOT truck driver is a hero for blasting his horn at the protesters blocking traffic. They're the same activist crew associated with stopping the sweeps, Seattle. Stop the Sweep Seattle, which is uh, the group um, stopping the sweeps and cleanup of all the homeless encampments around Seattle. 
he continues. I also want to give a shout out to my man to my man who advised these kids to go quote lay the fuck down and play some Fortnite and shit. <laughs> and fair question, why is there always a pride flag being flown at these far left anti cop rallies? Whatever happened to all their Black Lives Matter flags? It's like they always hijack someone else's cause to further their agenda. Yeah, that's part of the social destabilization and confusion for people that want to be righteous and are just, they don't know any better than to be tricked by this uh, scam. And I couldn't agree more with um, Jonathan's assessment here. And the fact that no other news agencies are reporting this goes to show how corrupt these people are and if it weren't for people like this we would not know anything about this nobody else is reporting it nobody i don't have i don't i'm not going to the i'm not gonna go to seattle and figure this stuff out and call me what you want i just it's too much for me okay i can't it's just not worth it to me it's too dangerous uh and jonathan's out there doing it and i give him major props for that major when the least we could do is share this information uh, he did post a little video. Let's watch. You do know you're in Chinatown, theory. right, bro? Love is a cancer. Okay. Are the activists coming after you yet? No, you are you all right? You good? You see somebody? Not really. You ain't shit. Y'all are cancer. Y'all are cancer. Y'all are cancer. Y'all are cancer. Y'all are bullshit. I don't wow. think that these people live here. I know that that guy doesn't live here. Yeah. I mean, maybe they could feed some homeless people that live here or or something, but this doesn't make any sense. They got right. shit to say now. Nope. Y'all fucking hypocrites, man. Get the fuck out the corner. Let's go. Come on up. Wow. Nope. You come to my area. You come to my neighborhood. Look at these guys, by the way. This guy or girl, who knows? I mean, he has breasts, so it could be a female. We don't know. and We don't. We haven't asked that they thems look at these soy boys soy boys soy boys oh my god they are trying to intimidate but look at them this guy's harmless these these two twigs are you know just <laughs> masked up these are crooks y'all when have you ever seen somebody in like all black gear masked up not committing crimes these aren't people trying to better communities and all that everybody knows this these people are straight up crooks oh my god look at them though oh my gosh so fucking sad oh they think they're cool or whatever this is very sad these people are very confused and radicalized uh terrorists essentially and 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 did you see that black guy talking he understands he's waking up he wants a better community he's like you guys are fucking hypocrites get the hell out of here we had that other asian guy saying these people aren't from here this guy's not from here you know these they're not a lot of times they come from all over through the woodwork and destroy the cities and then they leave oh, the bad kid 12th and jackson it's a fairly small protest Hero. He's pissed. Just trying to do his damn job. And uh, I've been spotted again by the Antifa goons. Hey, you're such a fucking loser. 
There goes Christina, a well-known activist who's been arrested multiple times. They're protesting the cops. They hate all cops. They hate cops. all cops. They just say kill cops. All cops are bastards. That's what that shit? Yeah. Yo, that's crazy. I ain't with all that, man. Look, Probably any cops on the police force for them to want to hate someone. They done either quit or not on, on, on scene or anything. Like, why are you hating the police? They not even on. They don't even have enough motherfuckers. They behind, listen. They behind on rape cases. They behind on domestic cases. They behind on assault cases. They are behind on everything. So why would people be out here protesting against the cops? I don't know, bro. I, know, I just think they need to go pack that shit the fuck in and go lay the fuck down and go play Fortnite or some shit. Oh, just go get a fucking cheeseburger and, and, and they're fucking blocking the road. Come on. There's no one down here that gives a flying fuck. I, if they really wanted to, wanted to, to make a dent, they, they would go somewhere where there was population. I understand how they all get away with it, but they do. They put that flashlight in your face? Yeah. Welcome to Seattle. Welcome to the activist class. Hey, do those guys uh, trigger you guys? I think that we need to fund the police a little bit more to get these motherfuckers off the road. They're fucking ridiculous. No, I figured that they were Antifa because they have black masks. You know what my favorite part is? Is that this is about protesting police, right? Yeah. Why were they uh, saying, uh, why did they have a bunch of pride flags walking down? What the fuck does that have to do with defending the police? Got my burger, be safe. You got the burger, take care. People are waking up. I love to see it. Just these people in woke, commie Seattle saying they hate this stuff. Look, if everybody comes together, we will. so many more people think this is baloney. This will end in a snap. These soy boy coward crazy people will be done. They'll quit. They'll give up. Except maybe a couple radical ones. But that's when law and order comes into play, okay? This is failing miserably. This is failing miserably. I love it. It's a good sign. Uh, shout out to Chosho for putting out such great reporting and uh, bringing a little bit of a little bit of positivity to the forefront. I'm sick of it too, Nate. And 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 of course, we're coming up to election year. We're coming up to the the cold, dark winter of health scares and pan maybe scamdemics who knows they're going to start ramping up their their protests and their oh police are bad all police suck or whatever um bullshit mm, we don't believe it you know um uh, we're gonna keep supporting good police officers out there and our communities and keeping them safe and uh also protecting our own right uh with our home security with our um firearms training and you know everything we could do to uh stay safe legally and lawfully and within our means and our rights you know what there's more good than bad out there and uh they're getting pretty uh, imbalanced and the truth is getting out there more than ever thanks to shows like this and the daily dose and so many other truthers out there uh shout out to all of them i mean everybody's doing so much great work and these journalists like jonathan show just fantastic great great 
things that we need in this time of information warfare, social destabilization, World War III, etc. We got to start turning this ship around. What else do we got? Tucker Carlson tells Swiss magazine Die Voltwach that Biden's government squashed his interview with Vladimir Putin. Apparently, Tucker was supposed to interview Putin, but it was shut down. God forbid the First Amendment's allowed globally, right? I mean, they don't even want it in our own country when we have the First Amendment. Freedom of speech. Why do you think they're going to let people from Russia talk? No way. Unbelievable. This is just crazy. Yeah, First Amendment is gone, folks. Why don't they want to hear what Putin has to say? If Putin's so evil, which I don't think, I'm not saying he's good, because look, Putin cares for Putin. All right. At the end of the day, Putin is all about Putin and Russia. He really doesn't care about us. He might be fighting some of the deep state Nazis and whatnot. However, at the end of the day, he'll probably just do what's right for Russia and shit all over everyone else. However, I mean, being against the Nazis is pretty big in this global war and wanting peace. I mean, gotta say, I mean, that's a pretty noble cause, uh, despite everything else. Same with China. I mean, I think they're bad. They're China first. They're going to screw America over if they get the chance. However, I mean, look at the whole situation. I, I, don't we want global peace? Let's, let's have peace. I mean, that seems like a pretty noble cause. Anyway, they don't want you to hear what Putin has to say. You know, if Putin, I mean, if Putin was so evil, why don't they want you to hear how evil he is? Well, because if you listen to what Putin's saying, you start realizing maybe we're the bad guys in this situation. Maybe Ukraine is just funding all these Nazis and whatnot. I mean, it's crazy. And the bio labs. Don't mention the bio labs. That's a conspiracy theory. The bio labs in Ukraine and in Taiwan and in China. And don't forget in the US still today, bio labs. Mm. Oh, all right, we're running out of time. What else? Do we have anything I must mention? No? We'll talk about it tonight, y'all. We're about out of time for the day. We have a lot to do today. I do, at least. I know y'all are busy as well, so we'll stop here. Uh, Karen, Karen, 21, thanks for covering Seattle, Washington. It should, it should be a great city. Uh, maybe someday. <laughs> maybe someday, indeed. Yeah, I hope so. Thank you so much, Karen. And everybody else for joining this morning. We'll be live again tomorrow. Same bat place, same bat time for more coffee. Tune in tonight, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time for the Daily Dose with Josh Reed. We'll continue this journey of truth together. And I uh, hope to hear from you on the social red pill, socialredpill.com, our private social network. Join it. Love to see you there. Anyway, everybody, take care. God bless and Godspeed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patch the game. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. 
It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.